Welcome to Fridge Buzz with the Fair Twins podcast, where you can find absolute minutia. We're twin sisters, bandmates, stay-at-home moms. There's no subject too small, no subject too large. Speaking of Fridge Buzz, this is a true story. I just There's- had to turn off the breaker switch the breaker off to my fridge because the buzz was so loud. Are you hearing sort of a... Yeah. It's because I don't have my braces on. So now I have a a sort of (laughs) an old lady sort of S's. (laughs) I don't know how this came up in my mind, but I wanted to ask you how comfortable you'd be at this very moment to expose your Google search history. Like if you open that on your phone right now, like would it be incredibly embarrassing? No, I'll show you. Do you want to read some of the most recent Google searches? Toddler 100% organic pants. Kids Capri leggings. Uh, ga- Boring. No, I'd, vodka soda recipes. Skinny Paloma recipes. Keto margarita recipes. <laughs> Alcoholic drinks without sugar. Is polenta gluten-free? Is quinoa a source of protein? Ryan from Teen Mom. <laughs> yeah, you're so committed to that show. <laughs> Teen Mom OG, Ryan Edwards and Family Fired. What happened to Macy on Teen Mom? Humans of Dementia Submission. Okay. Shop the Rockin' Cowboy. No, I think we got it. by Master Hatters. I don't know, listeners, if she'll ever end. She hasn't heard one of my pleas to stop. in Vancouver. Reading. We get it. Kids A to Z. We get it. Thank you. brushing fun. There's nothing interesting on my Google search. I beg of you to stop reading it. So clearly from your Google history, you're very boring. My Teen Mom rabbit hole was was pretty decent. I, I really figured things out. Your teen mom? Yeah. Yeah. I used to watch that and then I decided to carry on living my life. Yeah, but I I got to the bottom of it. I got to the bottom of all the good stuff. Okay, we're going to read my Google search history. Actually, it's pretty tame today, so thankfully. Slow cooker ribs recipe. All-inclusive San Jose del Cabo for kids. (laughs) This is very boring. Oh, it's so boring. Here's a good one. Cameron Mannheim and Milo Mannheim. (laughs) You do that search often. Oh, that's a rabbit hole I've been down a few times. I think that you have a crush on Milo Mannheim. Well, no. For those of you listening who doesn't, who don't know who that is, that is uh, what is his Zed on Zombie. My my daughters watch my daughters watch Zombies on on Disney, and I actually like. I'm not joking. I love those movies. I have to tell you, um, I think you're a bit old for him. Yeah, obviously. I think he's like 21 or something. I don't have a crush on him. I just wanted to know about like his life. You do though. You do. <laughs> you think this is boring. Try being on our text stream. Speaking of our text stream, because we have an ongoing conversation every day, all day, basically until we fall asleep at night. So every waking hour. And at, it's least, something... at least we've let go of the text that says goodnight. At least we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, that's that sorry. That... We let that one go. We let that one go. Thankfully, it was a lot of um, just unnecessary like to-do list to send a good night. It's funny when I first met my common-law man companion. He he was sort of surprised to see how often we text each other, and um, it can get so incredibly stale as and boring. It, it'll even be sometimes just telling each other the sun came out. Yeah, sun came out. Sun went down. Or often, it's raining. Oftentimes it'll be what doing, <laughs> what doing, <laughs> what doing, and yeah. and the text it's, stream is always opened around seven thirty a.m. with hi, how did you sleep? Yeah, how are you? Yeah. Uh, anyways, so that's uh, that's the sort of minutia we're accustomed to. Yeah. So we're not scared of boring. No, bring it on, bring on the boring. So boring, speaking of that, boring means life is good, though. That's true. Boring yeah. is good. Uh, my cat Schmoopy 
maybe I should let her outside because she's going to sit on the computer. Right now her anus is on my my kitchen table. So mental note, Lysol that corner. (laughs) So subject changed. Knuckle hair. Why? (laughs) Why do girls get it? Why is it so long? Why is there so much? Why Why is it so dark? What is the point of female knuckle hair? Go. You put me on the spot, but I guess I have a few thoughts about knuckle hair. One being, it really stops me from buying nice rings because they don't look good. No, they uh, don't. Straddled by knuckle hair. No. Um, Got hair folding over on each side. I used to shave my knuckles. This is before, like, before you were with somebody because, like, God forbid they like you with all your body hair. I actually shaved my arms too at some point. I never did that. I didn't. My arm hair doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me. My knuckle hair does. No, my arm hair doesn't bother me anymore. But when I was first dating Code, I would... And Cody is your common law man companion. My common law man companion. And why do you call him your common law man companion? Because that's, that's like exactly what he is on paper. Yeah. So I used, yeah, I used to shave my arm hair. But what was weird is you shave your forearm, but when do you stop? Because actually on my, on my bicep and tricep area, like my upper arm, there's still quite a bit of hair. So I'm not sure back then where I decided to cut it off. Can I tell you? I can tell you shaved your arms. How? It, I, it just looks like it's new growth. Well, Court, that was like seven years ago. But it, 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 I can tell. Okay. I can tell that you've shaved. I'm not sure you can tell. Well, I can. Well, anyway, so I don't do it anymore. And I definitely at that point was shaving my knuckles. And then, you know, you, you get pregnant with that person and then this all goes to hell and you don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so let it go. <laughs> the, the, the veil dropped. The facade was done. I'm started getting real about what I will and won't do for, as far as activities. Like I remember one time he was like, do you want to go skydiving? And I was like, um, yeah, like, you know what? It doesn't work out for me today, but yeah, like next time I'll for sure go. Like I would, that was a lie. Yeah. I will never go skydiving. No. I just wanted to impress. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, knuckle, knuckle, hair. knuckle hair, knuckle hair. What do you have any thoughts on knuckle hair? You brought it up. Well, I'm just wondering what, what does one do? Does, does one shape it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Does one wax it? Does one pluck it? Does one leave it and try and own it? Do you, do you just, do you, do you own it? Well, I think the fact that we haven't done anything about it means we're owning it. Our sister Kate told me randomly, your knuckle hair is long. And I was <laughs> like, yes, it is. I'd rather have long knuckle hair than long toe hair. Well, I make sure that the toe hair is taken care of. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hair, why does a big toe need so much hair? <laughs> Is it just an Italian thing? I think it, what was it originally there to keep your feet warm? I'm not sure, but you know. It's not just an Italian thing. Yeah. You know, you have your blonde friends when you were younger, when they like didn't think they had a mustache. You're like, you fully have a mustache. It's just blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's definitely there. Yeah. Like at least I'm attempting. The sun catches it when you're outside. (laughs) Got a little some crumbs in it. Okay. I think we covered that. We, We got to the bottom of knuckle hair. All right, next subject. Fridge Buzz with the Fair Twins, sponsored by absolutely no one. So I guess I'll just keep my braces in so that it's um, obviously detectable when I'm speaking, since your braces are out. What do you think about no, that No, I have plan? my lower tray in. Oh. I misplaced. My my lisp is discernible, though. So I just, uh, I have braces, folks. I have adult braces. Well, they're Invisalign, so it's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's better. But uh, living large with braces over here. Things you've learned from your parents that you don't even realize you've learned. So I'll, I'll start. Yeah. So I think the th- one thing that I, I'm realizing as a parent now that I've learned from mom is, um, and, and not something she actively tried to teach us, but just through example, through being herself, 
was um, our capacity for multitasking and handling a lot, whether that's uh, like physically, like all, all the entirety of, of how big running a household can be, or um, emotionally being able to like take things as it comes and, and keep going, keep trucking on. One thing mom taught us about like keeping the house tidy and clean was was the level of cleanliness I realized now she had kept our house. Right. She didn't actively say, you have to keep your house this way, but just by simply doing it, you learn to do it. I, I, I know one specifically, and because it's been brought to my attention many times with, with Cody, is once we're done dinner, I have to clear the table, do the dishes, sweep, wipe the counter. Like it's all got to be done right after dinner. Whereas he sort of, in the beginning of our relationship, wanted to just like, leave it, I'll get to it, I'll get mm-hmm. to it. That's not how we have been taught you have dinner and you clean it all up mm-hmm. you, you don't relax until everything's clean mm-hmm. and even when I host well when we did host like events or, or not events but like gatherings or even when you got your friends around I'm still tidying I still need mm-hmm. to clean it up and so that's something if you think back mom always did yeah right yeah. and then she'd come down to the come to the table and sit down and 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 start but it was always like after the kitchen was clean yes. and then as we were older we would learn okay dinner's done we got to start the cleanup yeah for mom. It's, I think, a good and a bad thing. And the reason I say that is because I think when you always have to clean up after, for example, after a dinner, you're you're missing out on that time, that, that hanging out time because you're cleaning, you're busy cleaning. Right. And sometimes by the time you're done, it, that moment has passed. Yes. And so it's not a good or bad thing either way, but it's just, it's just interesting that you learn that without even knowing you're being taught that. And it made me think of the things that I might be teaching my kids without even knowing that I'm teaching them. One thing I can think of that dad taught us without teaching us, like without specifically saying it is when you have a family dinner, especially at Easter or Christmas or whatever, he would always be dressed so well. He really dressed up. Yeah. You you dress up and mom did too. You you didn't go to the table in jogging pants no. or say even Lululemon's neck no, that you never. would maybe like wear all the time now. You had to look nice. Yeah. Dad and mom still do that. And so even on our kind of special dinners like that, it's sort of like, okay, what are we going to dress the kids in? Like you have to look nice. Yeah. yeah. When I was thinking about this the other day, it really was just, I was thinking about motherhood and I'm sure she did it, but I don't remember having a lot of like sit down lessons. It was always led by example. All the things that she was able to do, like she jokes now, she can't remember because she had four young kids and stuff. Can you imagine having a four-year-old, a two-year-old and two twin babies? Can you imagine? And then she also kept a clean house and fed us three meals a day. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, everything was like yeah. home cooked and, and, and it's just, keeping all the bathrooms clean. That's such a... She just was capable. Yeah. She was fully capable. And so what I'm saying is I think, and I know it sounds like I'm patting ourselves on the shoulder, but I do think we are fully capable. We all have lots of kids, right? We ha- handle a lot. And it's like, and I'm speaking of our sisters. Yeah, I don't, sisters. I don't think two is lots of kids. It's not a little and it's not a lot. One kid is, is a lot, right? Like a, having a kid is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of responsibility. It's like that movie yesterday. It's a lot of pressure keeping that human being alive. Because I, I broke my foot six weeks ago and people are like, oh, how are you, you know, managing? Well, it's like, well, I'm just managing because I was taught to just manage. You just rise to the occasion. You know what I mean? I joke a lot. I'm like, adapt or die. I just said that out to a neighbor. Adapter die. I said that to a neighbor out there. He's, he saw me hobbling over here. He said, how, how are you doing that? How, you know, how's your foot? And I said, adapt or die, right? <laughs> Courtney, Courtney was walking up her stairs. Was it six or it was six, six weeks, weeks ago? ago and uh, her foot just snapped. Yeah, I know. And and here's the lesson, guys. You don't have to act like you're in an episode of The Amazing Race whilst doing chores. 
Just slow down, slow down. What do you know you learned from them? That was actually taught to you by mom or dad or both. That is, you know, a lesson that was given to you. Can you think of anything? Oh, yeah, lots. But the first thing that comes to mind is, um, well, now that I've got two young kids, I, I, and they're just, they're still young, but when they are teenagers, I got, I can go down a rabbit hole of feeling really nervous and scared of what they'll get into and with drugs and what they'll try. And oh my gosh. But well, dad was a pharmacist. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we worked in his pharmacy at the front counter, you know, a few times to, and I remember, uh, one time at the dinner table, he said, whatever you do, Mm -hmm. never try heroin. I remember that. And I guess that's because, you know, they had a lot of methadone patients coming in. And, and I method, remember methadone is, is if I, is, am I correct with this? Methadone was given to people who were trying to get off of heroin. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure because I had to work the methadone counter. I had to, I had to watch dad give out methadone. Yeah. I, and don't I know. think that was probably on purpose. He wanted us to see Maybe that was. what like, happens to you if bit- you bit genius. Get your young kids in there to see yeah. what kind of crazy characters. I still remember sitting there and watching the methadone clients come up. I, know I don't know was... anything about methadone. I'm saying this word, but I have no idea what it is or yeah. what, why it's given or anything like that. I just remember the word. I remember that lesson. Dad saying, whatever you do, please do not do that. But my, I, I do have one specific memory of working at the counter and this lady came in haggard looking. Okay. Like, I don't know her story, but like she was having a rough day at least. And she looked at me and she said, and her eye was like watering and like, she looked just crazy scary. And she goes, do I look sick? (laughs) And I'm like, I have a young teenager. And I was like, you look scary. (laughs) Dad. So yeah, you look sick. You look like you're on death's door. It's (laughs) very scary. It's sad. Well, yeah, it was very sad to see. Um, but but what other lessons do, do you recall? Well, mom is still trying to get me to recycle more today. You, yeah, you you and your common law companion need some lessons in uh, no, compost. No, we fully recycle. You recycle, but do you compost? Do you guys make sure your furnace is like highly efficient and your water is highly, like there's so many Touché. things. Yeah, like we're offsetting it with other things. Yeah, you are. But I don't have like you don't a have recycle the... bin per se. You don't have the... <laughs> Yeah, you moved in how many years ago and you have yet to ask for an organic waste come, bucket. If they wanted me to use organic waste, <laughs> wouldn't they have left one here? Uh, where do you get those? Mom has taught me. I mean, cooking for sure from mom. Cooking, gardening, um, how to properly do laundry. One one lesson she taught us that Balanced we have. Balanced meals, you know. One, one lesson she taught us that we haven't really soaked up yet is how to not be uh, a whiny bitch. No, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> we're like, we're professional complainers. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You never see mom complain. She's not. I think we talk about that often. Like mom has reason to complain through her life and she just doesn't. Yeah, not to us. Where, where, what happened? But you know, we're not the only ones. I would say like most of us complain. But I also think a bit of a, a, a sidestep here is that it's because we have texting and phones and stuff and we, we feel compelled to share every thought with each other. Like I'm tired. My back hurts. Like if you didn't text it, would I call you and tell you that? No, you Pro- wouldn't. My, may, I was going to say maybe. I <laughs> I meant more like if I had a rough day with the girls and they weren't listening and I'm just like, I'm fried. I'll make sure when, when, when code walks through the door, mm-hmm. how are you? I'm not going to give them a great. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit unnecessary. Yeah, I at call times. that the, the, um, I refuse to be a Stepford wife. You will know 
how hard it was for me today. Yeah. You know what's bad when you send the text midday of how hard it's been or for like, you with I'm the kids? Or like, I'm done. Yeah. And <laughs> the and, and, minute and, 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 you get I know. Home. And then Sean, my husband, will send a text back. It's all good. I, I got you. As soon as I get home, I'll take over. And it's like, but it's, I never really stepped down from the position. That, that never really happens. I'm never like, oh, daddy's home. I'm done. I'm going upstairs. But just the fact that I, I almost just, it's a game we play. I tell you I'm done. You tell me you're going to take over. Great. Thank you. The game often played probably between parents with young kids is who's more tired. Who's more tired. Whose yeah. sleep was worse. Yeah. Who has less time to do what they want to do. Yeah. Sarcasm. Like yeah, that's, that's something with our family for sure. We, it's we, a little, it's a little we bit of all. Sarcasm is essential for surviving in life. Yeah, it, it is. And definitely in our, within our family, like we lean on telling jokes in serious situations for sure. We've got this really cool group chat going on um, with a couple of our aunts, a few of our cousins, our sisters, and our mom. Have you noticed mom doesn't? Mom is silent, which, which you know, makes mom even more epic. Yeah. She never chimes yeah. in. And You'll it, never get it. it no, and, and it makes mom almost more unattainable to, to reach in that way. Like, she won't join in on the group text. But you know what I love about that? Mom is not on, you know, social media or anything like that. Like, she's so old school you know that what it's I just... admirable. Fridge buzz. What were we talking about? No idea. 